Have you ever heard the sound of freedom? Welcome to another five minute flip. Welcome to your five minute flip for September 9th, 2022. All right, I got to be honest. I I recorded I recorded this whole 5 minute flip on God is slow yesterday yesterday morning it was supposed to be your September 8th 5 minute flip and I was having some sound issues on a previous uh, podcast so I I thought I fixed it in my little recording software and what I actually did is uh recorded the whole 5 minute flip and uh, none of it recorded. None of it. Zero. Zero, zero, zero. And so if I was professional, uh, I would I would just keep going like that never happened and, and give you your welcome. But you know, you've been around the flip side long enough to know that I am definitely not professional. So I have to I have to get that off my chest. So if I seem <laughs> like what's wrong with Noah today? Uh, I'm still mourning the loss of yesterday's five-minute flip, uh, 12-minute five-minute flip of content that only only the Lord got to hear. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. We'll, we'll we'll let me we'll do our best here. We'll do our best to try to collect collect those thoughts and maybe some new ones, maybe some fresh ones. But God is slow, and that's why your episode is called "God is Slow 2.0" because. Uh, 1.0 did actually get published, and then I listened to it and went, "Oh, that's great." There's there's absolutely nothing here. So this is 2.0, uh, but it's 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 uh, it's the only God is slow uh, episode out there. So God is slow. Uh, God is slow. He's slow. What do you what do you think of when I say that? Does it sound offensive? Does it sound like an insult to God? I was praying with a pastor friend of mine. We pray together uh, weekly. We we just support one another and uh, pray about ministry things and things like that. And in my in my prayer, I just said, "God, you're slow." And there was there was something about that Holy Spirit prompted line that just sunk in deep for for me and for him as well. And as as I thought about it, and even as I prayed, I, I I was thinking about just so many ways that my faith is weak, my my faith is weak, and so often it's because I'm in such a hurry, I'm in such a hurry to get results, and I think we all can relate to this. So my specific context right now is church planting, and in church planting, you know you're 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 planting, you're planting seeds both for this church, you know, as a body and an organization and also an individual people's lives, their their faith, people that are you're you're sharing the gospel with and you have you you're waiting for fruit. You're you're waiting to see change and fruit and and people maybe attending church or or whatever it may be. And and I I am so much like a gardener or a farmer who plants seeds? I plant, go out in the garden and I plant carrots and cucumbers and tomatoes and and then the next day I I, ru- I run out to the garden, awaiting the bountiful harvest, awaiting the the cucumbers and tomatoes and carrots to come in and they're not there. And I go to God and I'm like, "What's up, God? Like I did what you said. I planted the seeds. I prayed. I'm doing you know what what you want me to do. And there's not fruit. I'm not I'm not seeing." 
I'm not seeing the fruit. And the problem there is not that the fruit isn't growing fast enough. It's that I'm going way too fast. And it just it hit me that God is slow and he's always been slow. He's always been slow in scripture. He's always been slow in the arc of redemptive history. And in the Bible, there's instances where he's not slow. And those are the stories that we gravitate to and we preach about and uh, we really develop our theology around. I mean, you can look at things like Jesus feeding the 5,000 with with five loaves and two fish. You can look at the parting of the Red Sea. You can look at Elijah calling down fire from heaven uh, to, you know, to consume the altar in 1 Kings 18. And you go, man, God is fast in those situations. But those stories are really exceptions to the rule. They're exceptions to the rule of God redeeming history and what God was doing in Israel. It was a very, very slow process that really was filled mostly with failure. I mean, really, if you if you read the Old Testament, it was filled mostly with failure. And even if you look at some of these, some of the years presented in the Old Testament, the Israelites, the Hebrews, they were slaves in Egypt for four hundred years, four hundred years of slavery in Egypt before God delivered them. That is slow, friends. <laughs> that is slow. 400 years. And then after that, they get out, and then they end up having to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, specifically so that an entire generation uh, has to die away before they enter the promised land. 40 years that is slow. God made a promise to Abraham that he would have a son that would be the son of the promise, the son of the covenant, the son by which the the uh, his descendants would come. And we read the Bible story. We're like, oh, yeah, Abraham, Isaac. Uh, I, sorry, Abraham. <laughs> That's so funny. I just <laughs> said Abraham and Isaac. That's like the apples and bananas song. You ever do that one with your kids? All right. Abraham, Isaac, that's their names. Oh, that's hilarious. Very professional, like I said, here on the flip side. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, we turn the page and we go, you know, end of Sunday school lesson. Okay. It took 25 years between the time God made the promise to Abraham and the time that Isaac was born. 25 years of waiting and waiting and waiting. So much so that Abraham starts having babies with his concubines and his, his or his, his wife's servant because he's taking things into his own hands, right? Um, God is slow. God is slow. God is slow. And, you know, you look at the New Testament authors, they thought we were in the end times. They wrote about being in the end times. Well, that was 2,000 years ago. We're still here. God is slow. So what hit me was um, an invitation from God. It was an invitation from God. Really, it was this freeing invitation from God to go at his pace, 
to stop hurrying and to go at his pace, to slow down. And when, when you're not in pace with God, when you're not in step with God, something's wrong. And it was this realization, it's not about speeding up to catch up to God. It's a, For me, it's about slowing down to be in step with God. And, and I, like I said, I think this applies to everybody. I think we, we pray prayers for healing. Uh, when uh, We pray prayers regarding suffering. And look, there's mystery here. I don't understand it all. Being in a fallen world and there's oppression and there's, there's suffering. And we're praying for suffering to end. We're praying for justice. We're praying for healing. And it's not coming. And then what happens? We get frustrated. We get angry at God or we think God has abandoned us. God is slow. He's slow. And he's inviting you and me to go at his pace. I want to kind of wrap up with this because I think it's such a good example of the way we developed really uh, false theology around some of this stuff. So Jeremiah 29, 11 Super famous Bible verse. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, uh, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's a rough paraphrase. I'll give myself 90, 92% accuracy on that one. Uh, but but we, we quote that and we say, yes, God has planned for me and for you, and it's to prosper you. It's not to harm you. It's to give you a hope and a future. Is that true? Well, I mean, kind of. When you go to Jeremiah 29, 11, just literally read the verse right before it. And in the verse right before it, God, so, so God is talking about the exile here. There's a whole story that the, the uh, Old Testament people were, that I don't have time in, a, in this five-minute flip to get into, but they had lost their land. So the promise of Abraham was land. The old covenant, the promise to Moses was was laws about that land, the promised land. When they got freed from slavery, it was to go into the land, the land of Israel. So the land was everything to the Old Testament people, and they lost their land. They lost everything. They lost what God had promised them because they didn't hold up to their end of the deal. So you have to understand the cataclysmic loss and how it related even to their faith and to their identity when they lost the land. They lost everything that the whole Old Testament had been pointing towards in their minds up to that point. And so they're in exile now. They're in Babylon. So if you know Daniel in the lion's den, that happened in Babylon. That's the exile. They were no, they were hundreds of miles away in a foreign land they'd never been to before. There's no YouTube back then. There's no, there's no textbooks about these other countries. This was a completely foreign place, foreign uh, language, foreign gods, foreign king. And they were essentially slaves. They were, they were servants. They were subservient. They were a captive people under the kingdom of Babylon and living in Babylon in exile. Okay, So in verse 10 of Jeremiah 29, the Lord says, when, here I actually pulled the scripture up this time, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, 70 years, seven zero, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place, back to Israel. Then he says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 
He says, you will be in exile for 70 years. 70, seven, zero. What that means is you're all going to be dead by the time that uh, my plans to prosper you, to give you a hope in the future, come true. Think about that for a second, how God is slow. And he says in verse 12, the next verse, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. That kind of means, I don't I'm kind of reading into the text, but he's like, he's saying in 70 years, you'll call on me and pray to me and I will listen to you in 70 years. God's saying, I'll listen to you in 70 years. I will listen to you. That, look, we got, we, we, we can't pluck out the parts that we like. Now, now I, I'm not saying we can't have theology elsewhere of God, you know, caring about us and saying, cast all your cares upon me uh, for I care for you, Right. Uh, that's in the New Testament. I'm just saying God is slow. And this is another example. 70 years. 70 years. And and we only like the part about the prospering. And if God, you don't prosper me now. And if you're not listening to me now, then we we and I, we lose faith. And I just have, have had these, these instances where I'm praying for stuff and I'm so impatient and I'm losing faith. Just like the Israelites, God... You've abandoned me again. I want to go back to Egypt. It's hard right now. And God is slow. He's always been slow. He's always been slow. And he's inviting me to slow down and to trust him, to really trust him and to walk at his pace. And so I just invite you, I just invite you into that uh, with this five-minute flip, whatever you're going through. Again, this doesn't solve everything. I hope that God can speak to you through this invitation, uh, that he's slow and he invites you into his slowness. Uh, he's always been slow in Scripture, and at least what I, what I mean by slow is our our method of counting time. Um, he's always been slow, and he continues to be. Uh, but but will you let that bring you peace? Will it let it bring you peace? And just I hope it strengthens your trust in Him, as it is beginning to strengthen my trust in Him, uh, as God is is calling me into this invitation. Uh, to his to his slowness. So that's it for your five minute flip today. It ended up being fifteen minutes instead of twelve because I had to vent about losing uh, the the God is slow episode yesterday. So thank you for letting me do that. Um, the the five minute flips are only on the audio uh, feed. So make sure you subscribe to keep getting these, and uh, you can check out all of our long form episodes on our YouTube channel for the flip side uh, as well as on the feed, and we'll have more long form content. Uh, to you soon. I will see you next time on the flip side. Thanks for listening to this five minute flip. Subscribe for more flips and long form episodes of the flip side. Visit www.patreon.com slash Noah to support and get sweet flip side swag.